0: Eastern Time. Hope you're having yourselves a terrific morning this morning, and I hope that the day has gone well so far, and hopefully you're coming off of a great weekend. I'm coming off of a birthday week extravaganza, and uh, had a great time, so definitely appreciate it. Happy to be one year older here on the show today, and 38 years old as of two days ago, exactly two days ago, pretty much just a few minutes off from that. So happy to be here with you. Thank you all for your amazing birthday messages and your kindness and your time. And uh, thanks to my mom and dad for making it a truly unforgettable birthday, as well as to my little daughter, Miss Lily. So with that being said, starting off the week, as we always do on Wake Up Call with DT and Murphy, Myself, Dan Tortora, a.k.a. DT, and Murph, Brendan Murphy, coming to us. And picture-in-picture picture every Monday from 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time runs us right into the Saxon time, and we have a special Saxon spotlight here today with Peter Cuneo, which will be aired in a separate video. Peter Cuneo is a grad of Alfred University who went on to become the CEO of Marvel Entertainment, and help Marvel navigate through a time of almost ending, a time of not knowing where they were going to go, all the way to being sold to Disney. So we'll talk with Peter Cuneo about his story. It's a two-part series. It starts in Saxon Spotlight on Wake Up Call, and it will have part two, on Super Powered Pop coming up in the not-too-distant future. So, Peter Cuneo, you do not want to miss this on leadership. He served in the Vietnam War in the U.S. Navy. His story is really special, and uh, him giving me his time is uh, all too appreciated by me, very much appreciated. So make sure you check that out this morning at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. With that being said, wherever you are, thank you so much for being with us on Facebook, Dot com backslash wake up call DT, YouTube.com backslash wake up call DT, and on wake up call worldwide, Monday through Friday from nine a.m. to eleven a.m. Eastern Time. There's the picture in the picture, and here I am with Murph speaking on the Major League Baseball postseason, the NFL, and bringing in a live box break. I did a little early birthday gift for me and this early birthday gift that I got on Friday going into my birthday on Saturday was the last box of Panini Contenders 2021, Trevor Lawrence's year, the final box that they had at GG Cards and Breaks, and so I will be opening this during the show. The question is, do we start the show with the break, or do we do the break later, Murph? What do you think? I think we start the show start the show with I the think, break. I think there's some birthday mojo in there. I
1: think we need to see some Trevor Lawrence rookies in
0: there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm still never pulled one, right? <laughs> I have never pulled a Trevor well, have I pulled a Trevor rookie? I've never pulled an auto or a patch. So I I can say that. autos and patches have never been pulled by me when it comes to the Trevor Lawrence. So I okay. can I can say I can say that. And so well,
2: that, you got to open the big boxes
0: for those. Yeah.
2: Like, you got to open, like, your hobby boxes or. Uh,
0: you, it, there, there. There's a possibility. There's always a possibility you can get something special in these boxes. You can. It's a small possibility. It's a there, small there, one. this
2: always is a possibility.
0: You know? So, you're saying there's a chance type of mentality. So, so you say
2: there's a chance.
0: So Panini Contenders got it at GG Cards and Breaks. Want to give them a shout out to 639 Del Mar Place in Syracuse, New York, right off of Teal Ave. They are open seven days a week, Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And on Sundays from 10, or pardon me, uh, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And on Sundays from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So make sure you make your way out. To gg cards and breaks today. Let them know that Wake Up Call sent you and much appreciation as always. So we're going to do this live break now and then we'll get into the Major League Baseball postseason as well as the NFL and we'll bookend the show with Murph showcasing some of the cards that he has gotten in his collection and I'll showcase some of mine. So we'll do that at the end of our conversation to kind of bookend this Sports card theme around the sports that we love because we're going to be showing you baseball and football cards and we're going to be talking about baseball and football. So it kind of marries everything together all too nicely. So let's make sure that we do that at the end of the show. But with that being said, I want to thank everybody that's on Facebook, YouTube, and Podbean one more time. And it is time, speaking of time, for us to get into this box break. So without further ado, I've been very patient. About this, and now it's time for us to get it done. So here we go. Here we go with the box break. I think there's
3: something in
0: there. <sighs> I hope so. Panini Contenders, twenty twenty-one. So here's my in there. here's my box. Here are my Cads. There's six packs. They have Trevor Lawrence teal on them. So here they are. I'm gonna pick this one first. Proudly presented by GG Cards and Breaks. Come on, T-Law. Let's see, let's see. see. Pardon. We have a season ticket, Derek Carr. We have a Christian McCaffrey, a Taysom Hill. That's a nice one. Jerry Judy, DK Metcalf, DJ Shark. And we have a Chain Movers, Delvin Cook. Which one do I want?
2: The Jets will likely trade.
0: Yeah, probably. All right, let's see what else they we get. Hasn't
2: been uh, as good as we hoped. must have done something.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he hasn't been terrible. He just hasn't really been. has really done anything. D hop to. Uh, by the way, I love how these cards are. Me and Murph were talking about it before the show. That they season look like a season ticket. ticket. Yeah, that they see look like a season ticket, which are really cool. Uh Claypool to uh DeAndre, Carson Wentz, Terry McLaurin, Aaron Donald. This one's upside down. This is an Errol Donald MVP contenders. Covered his team at Pitt. What'd you say? I said is it numbered? Uh, let's see here. No. That one's not numbered. So we got those here. Once again, proudly presented by GG Cards and Breaks, doing this box break A Panini have been, container. Have you
1: any rookies yet?
0: No. Normally I get rookies all wait, the time. Wait, was
2: Jerry Judy a rookie that year, Or that 2020?
0: That was 2020. Yeah. Let me
2: see. DK Wait, when was DK Metcalf? When he was also 2020.
0: Yeah, he was before, Trev. DJ, Alvin Kamara, Drew Locke. Russell Wilson, that's funny. They're back to back. Jonathan Taylor, Kyler Murray, this is upside down. Mike Vrabel, power players, who's now a coach. So, no rookies yet. No rookies in my contenders here.
2: Like, we're not just saying no, Trevor.
0: There's no rookies at all. No rookies, yeah. What the hell? None rookie probably presented by gg cards and breaks this is our panini contenders 2021 box break for my birthday nelson folks they have no control over what is in the boxes that's very true Dak, nelson agalor ben rawethlisberger randall cobb aj brown matt stafford i got a throwback warren moon Card Houston Oilers. Yeah. Houston Oilers, Warren Moons. That's
1: three
2: packs. That's no rookies. Four packs. Four packs. Oh geez.
0: And normally I'm I'm yes. some if
2: there's no rookies, we at least need to see like a rookie ticket auto Trevor Lawrence. Come on.
0: Do I get any rookies in here? I got a Gladiators Tom Brady. Ooh. Nice. There's a gladiators time for you. Let's see here. Come on. Mark Andrews, Mel, Herbert, Cooper, Thomas, Sam Darnold, and Cooper Cup. <clears throat> Come on. The How final. How are going to have zero rookies in here? The thing that's crazy is, is that normally I pull rookies in, like, every pack that I've opened recently suppo- of like anything. There's supposed to be at least a rookie in every pack. Well, it says find one autograph or rookie tickets. Watch. So there's got to be something in this pack. Oh, it's upside down. Okay. Josh Allen, Jacoby Myers, Zeke Elliott, Juju, David Johnson, Derek Henry, And my pet, it's a, so I got a, is this numbered? Oh, it's got a, a QR code on it. That's kind of cool. Um so this is so the only rookie that I got is a patch of Trey Sermon. Oh. That is my rookie patch of Trey Sermon who is not a niner anymore but I have a patch card green parallel Trey Sermon are you numbered
2: Marvin Mims one I got in my Chronicles box.
0: Yeah. So that's my backs. That's unfortunate. <laughs> I know my panini contenders. Normally, I'm good with the contenders, but that's all right. I have pulled a lot of great things from GG cards and breaks, like Murph said. You're you never for, you're due for a dud every once in a while. You never know what's going to come out of these boxes. You never know what you're going to get, mm-hmm. and uh, it is Downtown like can take it? it is like yeah, it is like a box of chocolates. So you truly never know, and uh, found some good stuff always at uh, GG Cards and Breaks. So big shout out to them and a thank you to them for all of the awesome things that we have opened because I'll be showcasing those here in the uh, toward the end of the show. I got a bunch of stuff that I found at GG Cards and Breaks. So and we actually just did a break recently. We did a battle of the illumination boxes that have two autographs in cases in uh, two packs and then the middle pack has numbered cards some of them are one of one some of them are numbered one of them i got was numbered to three and they're rookies so they can't put the uh, logos on them because illumination doesn't have the rights Uh, to do it so no it's not leaf but it's um it's like that so they don't have like another non-licensed okay yeah so it's non-licensed product but the cards are really, really cool just to kind of show you like this is Hendon Hooker. And so it's like oh, a ref- okay. it's a refractor. It looks like confetti. And it's this one's numbered to 20, 24 out of 25 in the world. So, I mean, these are really cool. The cards are a lot thicker. So when you put them in your top loader and it feels like it's fighting you, that's why. But I mean, well, you need a bigger top loader for it. I know. I'm like Tim Allen. I'm like, make it fit. <laughs> <laughs> like my home improvement, ah, ah, ah. but uh, it's uh yeah, that's what I do. But yes. So that's my thing. That's my break. Trey sermon, fuzzy little patch. I have that to my San Francisco fans. If you want some Trey sermon, even though he's not with you anymore, let a brother know. So with that being said, that's our box break. And uh, Greg said, "Unfortunately, that was a box of Necco wafers," is what he uh, wrote in yeah. here. So, yeah, man. Hey, you know what? I, uh, I'm very, I'm very proud of the stuff that I got to open. My mom actually went to Gigi and surprised me, and one of my birthday gifts was the new 2023 mosaic that have Jalen Hurts on it. They have blaster boxes, and they also have the bigger boxes of the mosaic. Anthony Richardson. Well, surprise last.
1: Did I get Anthony Richardson in that one?
0: I don't. Did I? I know I've pulled a couple Anthony Richardsons recently.
2: And you pulled more than me. So All the Anthony Richardsons I just sent in to get graded were
0: all stuff I had to buy. Yeah, no, I've pulled a couple Anthony Richardson rookies. So, yeah, I'll have to show that box later on in the show because Mom got me uh, some of those twenty twenty threes. And if you would like to get your 2023 mosaic, you need to get to GG Cards and Breaks ASAP because they can run out of stuff very quickly due to how awesome you are in the community. So head off to 639 Del Mar Place in Syracuse, New York, right off of Teal Ave Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. and on Sundays from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So I would suggest you getting your tail over there today because you never know when this is going to run out but they do they did just get a shipment in a mosaic so while supplies last they are currently there but they may not be there all day today so make sure you get over there Murph looking at what's going on in the world of baseball major league baseball postseason, there are just a few teams left four out of 30 26 are sitting at home and watching and yet here we are and I'm still catching that heat for my Dbacks. They should just be happy that they got there. And Terry Lavello said yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, it was over the weekend, that he wants to end this whole. you know, we're just happy to be here. We're you know, it's it's just you know, almost like one of those one of those things where it's like these other teams earned it, and we should just be proud that we somehow made it here. They want to win. They want to move forward. They won two games at home out of three and gave me two early birthday gifts. And now they're in a place where they have to win both in Philadelphia after losing their third one at home. So they're down in the series 3-2, to but this series could have been over. Uh, Your thoughts on the Diamondbacks? It seems like still the team that people spend the least amount of time speaking about. When I watched the broadcast for the wild card as well as the NLDS, it seemingly took forever for them to even get to the highlights or mention the Diamondbacks, and now they're still saying all these games in after everything that they've done and all the excuses that they gave the Dodgers and all this garbage, there's still the conversation of they should just be happy to be there. And I'd love to get your take on the Diamondbacks since I don't feel like my team has been always given the respect that they deserve.
2: The Diamondbacks' bottom line are just playing with house money right now. They were not expected to make any sort of deep run. I didn't even expect them to make the playoffs, let alone make this this deep of a run to the NLCS. To me, it kind of feels like the Jaguars, the year they went to the the AFC Championship game and lost to the Patriots and nearly went to the Super Bowl. That's kind of what this feels like. It's, it's not a team that you were expecting to be there. They weren't even expecting to be there. They're young. They're going to be back. So they're just playing with house money right now. If they get to the World Series, great. If they don't, it was still a hell of a year. And it was still a great accomplishment. Obviously, I know as a fan, you you know, you, they might say that that's a little bit, you know, disrespectful towards the team. But it's just, you know, it's just one man's opinion, just thinking about where they're at. I mean, even the year, I'll, I'll use my guys as an example. Even the year the Mets went to the World Series. Yeah. They weren't expected to be there. They got past the Dodgers, and then they were playing with house money, and they swept the Cubs to go to the World Series. You got to the World Series, they are playing with house money. Did I expect them to win? Yes, but they lost. Did they ever make it back? No, with that team. But that's okay, because I think they can make it back in the future. The bottom line is that Diamondbacks team is a team that will be back. They're too young. Too good to not be there again. That being said, when you're playing with house money, you eventually run out.
3: Yeah,
0: absolutely. They're coming
2: back to Philly down three games to two. I think that money's running out. Well, would... running on fumes, because Gallon just lost in game five. They got Merrill Kelly and I don't even know who would pitch game seven if they get that far. So I I don't expect I don't expect them to win the series at this point. I told I mean I told you during the week last week. If they did not come back to Philly up three two, they were not winning. Yeah. They came down to Philly down three two. They are they, it's gonna be very hard for them to win two games in Philly. Philly's fans are crazy. So, it is going to be very difficult for them to win two games in Philadelphia. I don't see it. I actually, I honestly think it ends tonight. I, I, I think it's over tonight. I think the, the, the Phillies win, win the series tonight.
0: Well, this is how I look at it. The Diamondbacks, again, given no credit, given no justice, given no anything, just be happy to be there. Just be happy that you got in. They have worked their tails off. They've played a heck of a postseason, and I'm not ready to say die yet on them. They swept the Brewers. I feel like I was one of the only people that picked them to win that series. Not only Before, did they. Not only did they. being Hurt didn't help them. I will right. say that. Right. And not they beat only. Corbin Burns in game one. So that was that. Was that. And then sweeping the Brewers, they went on to sweep the Dodgers, which I'm very confident that many, if anyone, nobody had that uh, for the most part, I would imagine, especially a sweep. And now.
2: This team was not built for the postseason. They, they kind of ran through two, what I would argue are easy ish opponents. Yeah. They mm-hmm. knew once they get, if they can win game one, they're winning the series. Because game one against the Brewers, you had Corbin Burns. If you got past Corbin Burns, you're winning. you were winning the series. Because you did not have to face Brandon Woodruff. If Dodgers, if you beat Clayton Kershaw, which they knocked him out in the first inning, you beat Clayton Kershaw, their two and three are not good. You can win that series easily. Phillies, different story. That Phillies team is built for the postseason, as we've seen. And it kills me to say that because I hate the Phillies. But this is just like what the Phillies had problems with last year. The Diamondbacks have run into a buzzsaw in the Philadelphia Phillies. Just like the Phillies ran into a buzzsaw in the Astros in the World Series last year. That's just, that's honestly just kind of the way it
0: is. Well, and this is how I look at it. Phillies are a good team. There's no denying that. Phillies are a strong team. And they are a team that, in the postseason, seem to catch fire. It's it's, These last couple seasons, if they make it into the postseason, they're right where they need to be. They turn it on even more, and they move forward. And they have been incredible. There has been a lot of success from the bats, obviously not just named Bryce Harper. You know, Trey Turner's had himself. A day, Real Muto. There's been a bunch of talent on the Phillies. Alvarado is a thorn in the side of many. He annoys me every time he comes to the plate, and that's because I respect how good he plays. So to the mound, to the mound. I know what I meant. And <laughs> yeah, so every time he comes, to- yeah, yeah. Social media these days is so insane. They'd be like, "Damn, you said one word wrong out of 370. We found it. Beep beep beep." So. But, uh, but uh, that's, yeah. why, that's why I made the good correction. Oh, yeah. Uh, people that. are nuts. People are nuts. Can we just say that? The Annoying Woman of the Week is on oh, Friday. Yeah. But you whack job people who live in your parents' basement, who have nothing going on in your life, do something called three letters, one word, try. Try. Try, try to be successful. Try to follow your dreams. Try to have dreams. Try to do something. Because if you realize something, folks, to all of my internet trolls and my trolls in real life, all my AI trolls and my human trolls. When you actually try in life and you believe in yourself and you work towards something and you have faith in it and you move toward it, you realize you don't have time to attack other people. You also realize that you don't want other people to attack you so you stop doing the crap that you were doing before because you realize it doesn't feel nice and you don't like it. So to the people that are successful in life, to the people, and what I mean by successful, chasing your dreams, trying, going after it. Uh, the positive people, we don't have time to come attack the negative people and or to be negative. And uh, to the people that are working hard, we don't genuinely have any time to see what you're doing and criticize you for it because we're working too hard. So to everybody that's being rude out there, condescending, disrespectful, and very ignorant and naive, Yes, I got my predictions wrong this season in the postseason. Show me show me the overwhelming majority who didn't and uh, because there's not one. And beyond that, I would say for all the predictions that I've gotten right over a decade of making them, I didn't get my flowers back then and uh, still waiting for my flowers for the 2003 championship for the Syracuse Orange where I was one of two people in my school that picked them to win the championship and I got laughed at for four or five weeks. So, yeah, Internet trolls, real trolls in real life. Be kind. And if you actually try in your life, you're going to realize that those of us that try don't have time to deal with those of us that don't because you're not worth it. So with that being said, to the Diamondbacks, I'm going to say something that, again, probably is not going to be said around this country unless the Diamondbacks are saying it. (sighs) The whole house money thing, they're playing with house money. They should just be happy to be there, whatever, whatever they are a team and the house money side of it is yes they're not a team expected to win the phillies came with fire the rangers came with fire the astros obviously are you know champions and they're trying to continue that streak so the diamondbacks are the team that hasn't been there in six years they're the team that you know people weren't anticipating or expecting to move on so the house money argument side of it that brendan's talking about is that reality that they are the team that, that wasn't expected to be there. They weren't the team that people had thought were, not even that they were going to get this far, it, that they were even going to get in. So the house money side of it from that argument, yeah, that's happening. But I've watched the playoffs. I've watched these teams. I've looked around the country. The Diamondbacks' defense is incredible. The Diamondbacks rookie pitching is very strong. Brandon Fodd, the way that he pitches, what he's done, he set a record in in not Diamondbacks history, in Major League Baseball postseason history to be in two different series and allow no walks and no runs in both of his starts. So to Brandon, thank you. Congratulations. To Merrick Kelly, and everyone's focusing on Zach Allen. thank you Merritt for stepping up the way that you have in this postseason as well. Thank you to one of the best closers that I've seen in baseball in a long time with my guy Seawald. Thank you to Gabriel, Gabriel Moreno, who has been hit in the back of the head, who has been hit in the hand, who has gone through numerous, every series has had some type of potential injury to keep him out of the series. And he continues to fight and stay in. So to Moreno, Thank you for everything you do. Corbin Carroll, thanks for being our Rookie of the Year. You're freaking awesome. To, I mean, Luis Gariel, as well as Perdomo and Catel Marte, who has a streak of hits game by game by game by game. To, you know, and, and I think it's the second longest streak in Major League Baseball history for someone who's playing in their first ever postseason this team and to to terry lovello for the way that he manages this team to the bullpen when seven of them are called on in one game the arizona diamondbacks might have been the team you didn't think about but i hope you're thinking about them now because their pitching is there their defense is there you know longoria my goodness a decade in and he's he's saving opportunities from anybody i i'll still go back to one of the plays he made early in this postseason When he grabbed the ball by third base, just grabbed it out of midair, jumped up, got it, and not protected one run. Protected at least one, if not two, runs from coming in. They they have shined in moments where they've been down. They have attacked first. They've responded. They came home. They made this a series. Whatever happens in these next two games for the Arizona Diamondbacks, their defense has gone unnoticed. I hope that's not true anymore. Their pitching's gone unnoticed outside of Zach Allen. I hope that doesn't go any farther than this, of them unnoticing that. And Corbin Carroll's been the story, but the bats have come from a lot of different places, and Paven Smith and what he's been able to do as well. This team has come together to show themselves that they can do it, to show the world that they can do it. So yes, they might be Cinderella. Yes, they might be house money. Yes, they might be the underdog. But the Arizona Diamondbacks have proven something. They can play defense. They have good pitching. And their bats can hang with anybody. So this is not an underdog anymore. This is not Cinderella to me anymore. The Dodgers and the Brewers can tell you. And the Phillies can tell you as well. They're a tough out. They're going at least six in this series with the Phillies. They swept the other two teams. Not because the teams got to sit longer and blah, blah, blah. You know what? The Diamondbacks had to play. They had to earn it. They had to do it all the way through the season. Arguably had the worst schedule the last 15 games for the series that they had to win because of the teams they had to play. that were either ahead of them in the postseason tracker or they were already going to be in the postseason leading their division. The Arizona Diamondbacks had one of the most difficult roads to get to the playoffs. They got to the playoffs. Then they had to face the Brewers, and people didn't give them credit. The Dodgers, the second best team beneath the Braves in the National League so we can call it Cinderella we can call it house money but I want to slam that thing break that rock and shatter it now because the Arizona Diamondbacks have proven they don't have a ceiling and I don't know what's going to happen these next two games but I will be wearing my Diamondbacks gear as I do every game I'll be loving the team up as I always do and I will be saying this and I don't care if nobody else says it I hope other people do but I will at least say this who once was Cinderella is Cinderella no more. Because Arizona has not only danced at this ball, they've shown up more than one night. They didn't lose all their stuff and turn it back into tethered clothing. They've stayed beautiful. They've stayed grand. And this is some of the best defense and pitching that I've seen in a long time. Some of the best defense that I saw in the postseason of any team. And we're not relying on one hitter, one pitcher, or one person on defense. And that tells me something about the quality of the team that's been put together, a team that I hope will find its way once again to the postseason. And I also hope they're not done yet.
1: Yeah.
2: it's um, That team has defied expectations. They came into the last four weeks of the season. They were, I want to say, four or five games out of the playoffs. And they played all these teams that were ahead of them in the standings. And they beat them. And got their way to the playoffs. They earned their way into the playoffs. Because they beat all the teams ahead of them. They didn't just get lucky and get help and play crappy teams. They beat everyone ahead of them.
1: Yeah.
2: Got in. Played well against Milwaukee. Played well against the Dodgers. And now they've just run into a really good team. The Phillies, we have have seen, and it kills me to say it, they are built for the postseason. Wheeler, Nola, Ranger, Suarez. And then I think they did a bullpen game in game four. But those three guys have carried them. Wheeler and Nola especially. Aaron Nola has been one of the best pitchers this postseason. And basically, the, the top two pitchers this postseason, the entire postseason, have been Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola. Yeah, that's how good those two have been, and that's how good these te- the, that team is. But that lineup is so scary. Bryce Harper, J.T. Realmuto, Bryson Stott, Trey Turner, uh, Alec Baum, Kyle Schwarber. I mean, that lineup is scary, scary good. And and what's funny is I was chatting with some people yesterday. I I did a card show yesterday. I was chatting with some people about Mike Trout. Yeah. And I was saying to them, listen, he's a future Philly. Mark my words, he's going to be a Philly. I don't know when, but he's going to be a Philly. Can you imagine adding Mike Trout to that team? If they don't win this year, they're getting Trout. Adding Mike Trout to that team would be – that would make a already scary team one of the most feared rosters in all of baseball.
0: I think it already is, arguably. Trey Turner, Bryce Harper, you know. I mean, I, I honestly see this Phillies team, and I don't understand why anyone considers them an underdog anymore.
2: I don't. I I did last year. At the time, I said, oh, they were you know, they were lucky to get – well, they barely squeaked in, and then they got hot at the right time, which was not wrong. Right. But the fact of the matter is we didn't realize last year that this team was built for the postseason, and now we've seen it. Now we've seen mm-hmm. it firsthand. They're in the NLCS for the second consecutive year, and they have a very good chance of going back to the World Series. And to be perfectly honest with you, I don't care who wins the American League. If the Phillies go, I think they're the favorite. I do.
1: Yeah.
0: And the other thing, and Greg brought it up here, I mean, Mike Trout's gotta stay healthy. It's it's been such a travesty. It's freak injuries, man. Yeah. He's got the back problem, but that's a degenerative thing. But it's it's but it's been it's been a trend. This is what bothers
2: me. This is what bothers me. People calling Mike Trout injury prone. The last two or three years, yeah, he's missed time due to injury. He had a broken hand, got hit in the hand. He got a degenerative nerve issue in his back. That's not injury prone. That's just something that happened. That's not his fault. Yeah. He hasn't really had nagging injuries. The only one you could maybe argue with is the back. That's not a nagging injury, right? We were, you and I were having this conversation on the phone yesterday. Jacob Degrom. Jacob DeGrom was called injury prone after missing one full calendar year with a shoulder issue. Yeah. And, okay, sure, he's a pitcher, and that's, you know, something that you need to worry about. But he wasn't injury prone. That's the first time in his freaking career he was getting – he was hurt. First time in his career. Now he's Tommy John. Oh, no, he's still injury prone. Stop it.
1: Yeah.
2: Honestly. Like, anyone who's going to say Mike Trout's injury-prone or or Jacob DeGrom is injury-prone, they're not. They had freak injuries that could happen to anyone. Well, guy gets hit in the head. <laughs> guy gets hit in the head and misses two months. Oh, he's injury-prone. Yeah. He drove with a 98-mile-per-hour fastball on the dome.
0: Tell me how you're going to respond to that. Well, one. and that's like, I mean, but you know what? It's like when this one guy that I knew – he would bring me to like these awful Chinese buffets, and and some of them are very good. This one was not. I I like Chinese food, but this particular establishment was not great. And he brought me there, and he's like, "Man, it's same thing, injury prone." He's like, "Man, you got a weak stomach." No, you brought me to a place where anyone's stomach is trying to fight food poisoning. It's like, you know what I mean? It's if you bring somebody food that is not healthy and good prepared correctly it was not a good place and he was like man your stomach's weak and then years later they're like well you know you got a weak stomach and i was like i don't have a weak stomach for good food for food prepared cleanly i had a stomach that reacted like like getting hit in the head i'm not injury prone I think that most people's stomachs would get sick off of not great food. And, you know, so, I mean, going off of that, I totally understand the whole, let's call the guy injury prone when these freak injuries are happening. The reality of it all is people go through stuff, right? Are we going to say Shohei Otane is injury prone? Are we going to say, you know, I mean, people aren't sitting there saying that. They're saying we hope he gets back, right? But things happen. People are trying to say that he can't pitch again. Right. Right, because but that's the people
1: have two Tommy John
0: surgeries all the time. Right, but this the thing, and people are having Tommy John surgery when they're fourteen or fifteen years old. This is the this is the thing that's happening. Okay, we live in a negative society, and we live in a society where the sky is falling. There has to be drama and suspense, because if Shohei Ohtani gets injured and we're silent, and he comes back fine. Well, then what do people do for the next few months? They have to have the sky. Miami lost last night 31-17 to in the NFL. And people are going to say Miami's, Miami's not a contender. They're a pretender. They're not good anymore. They just suck. They're 5-2. and two. What a crappy team. They're never going to make the playoffs. The Buffalo Bills season's over because they lost to New England. The sky is falling. Not in my world, but, I mean, look at it. Jacksonville was 1-2 when they went to London. And people were coming up to me and going, why are you a Jaguars fan? why do you like the Jaguars? And I was like, we're three games in. Three. And if we lose all year long, still a Jaguars fan. I wear this every day. I wear it in church. I wear it when I'm walking down the street. I wear it with my suits. I wear it when I'm going to bed. I wear my Jaguars bracelet every day. Why? Because I'm a real fan. I know that that's something that not everybody understands because fair weather bandwagon jumping is kind of a sport now in in and of itself. But when you care about a team or you care about a player, Jacob DeGrom, I'm not a Mets fan. I'm not. Now I'm sympathetic to the Mets, but I'm a Diamondbacks fan. If they're playing me, I want to beat the. I want to beat the Mets. I want to beat everybody in front of us. But do I cheer for the Mets when they're not playing the Diamondbacks? Sure, absolutely. I want the. I want the Mets to win. But who made me a Mets fan? Jacob DeGrom. Jacob DeGrom. Now I'm going to shout out a friend of mine that kind of led me in that direction, Janice, because she's a Mets fan, but Jacob deGrom is who I took to, and Pete Alonso. I want want Jacob deGrom to play every game. I want Jacob deGrom to be healthy. I want Jacob deGrom to go out there and have a wonderful time and have a fantastic career because I just do, because I cheer for people, and I want people to succeed, not just myself, but other people. And I want Shohei Ohtani to come back. I want the Shohei Ohtani sweepstakes to go on all summer. I want to be able no. to go. I, I want it to go on. I want it to go on so we can talk about it no. and we can see it. I want there to be a sweepstakes, Murph. I'm I sorry. It to
2: drag
0: be... No, I'm sorry, Murph, I but and I don't want I say I, I wanted to. One of
2: them signed until spring training.
0: Right. I'm not that saying was, I I'm not saying
2: that was just torture.
0: All right. I'm not saying I want it to be that. I want it to be the season ends and bring me through the winter and let's have a conversation about Shohei Otani. Who's I
2: want him to sign somewhere in the
0: year 2023? Like whose tree is he gonna be under, right? But Shohei Otani, Arizona, let's make let's make a push. Let's all do it. But Otani to me, I'm excited for him. I want him to get healthy. The sky is not falling in my world. And That's just how I look at it. Shohei Ohtani, I hope the best for you. I hope you heal immediately. I hope you get better. I hope you heal completely and for good, no matter what, through God. And I hope you handle well whatever comes your way. That's always my prayer for everybody. It's my prayer for you, Shohei. So in the baseball world and in any world, the whole sky is falling thing, right? Arizona ties the series two to two. And it's it's silent because the people that hate and disrespect Arizona have nothing to say. The Phillies fans are a little, about it. the Phillies fans are a little nervous, right? And then some oh, people, and some people, right, you ahead. are, right, no, you are. I'm saying, I'm saying some people see two to two and they're like, uh-oh, I got to keep my hate mouth shut because my hate mouth is going to make me look stupid right now. So I got to delete all the posts I put on Facebook and pretend like I didn't respond all these things to these posts that I put up. Some people were happy, like yourself. Some people were silent because they're negative and then other people philly fans were probably a little bit concerned then three two happens and people are like oh well it's over now back to hating the diamondbacks again and it's like, like you know why they say that though because they're going back to philly they say
2: that because they're going back to philly right
0: 3-2. right if and they're
2: going back to philly down three two they'd be they'd be worried right if they're going back to philly up three two which they are
0: you can't blame them for being... No. The, and, and, and listen, listen. I know whoever was 3-2 is going to feel good because you got the teams back against the wall, and all you got to do is win one game. I get it. Because if Arizona had done it, I would have felt really good about going back to Philly. But cause you only got to win one game. Right, because you only got to win one game. It's it. But I'm not going into this game tonight going, okay, this is the last one. Let's ju- <laughs> Let's just enjoy it let's just let's just be happy to be here no it's like i'm gonna be watching that game i want to win that dang game i'm gonna watch that game like i've watched any game the arizona diamondbacks have played in this postseason we earned the right to be there we have shown that listen you make the playoffs you make the playoffs you earn the right to be there you're there 26 teams are sitting at home four teams are playing we play until it's over. I'm not going into this game just being excited and knowing that I'm gonna lose. Know that my ticket is already stamped back to Arizona, but let's just play the game to go through the motions. I'm not going through the motions, Corbin Carroll's not going through the motions, Gary is not going through the motions, Moreno's not going through the motions, Lavello's not going through the motions. None of my dudes are going through the motions. We're going at Philadelphia to win, win? the game. And Philly, yeah, it's a tough place to play. But you know what? People have won in Philadelphia before. People have found ways before. To the Phillies, I respect your organization. I respect your team. You are a bunch of juggernauts. It's David versus Goliath in a lot of people's minds. But David won that fight. So Arizona, play your ball. Keep the Philly fans out of your head. Do you. Be you. And act like you're at home in this game. Because if you shut out, this is what I got to say. And Trevor Lawrence said something about this over the weekend. I agree with him wholeheartedly. There's a, moni- there's a statement I put up that I came up with last year, and I put it up all the time. Outside noise belongs outside. So see yourself out. But Trevor said, y'all keep talking. We'll keep playing football. And to the Diamondbacks, I feel the same way. Let the Phillies talk. Let the fans talk. Let MLB talk. Let the talking heads talk. Just go play D-backs baseball. Go play the baseball that got me so invigorated this season. Play the baseball that got me so excited for a team that I've loved since 1998 when you came into the league. I'm not going into this game expecting to lose and just excited to see one more game. I'm going into Monday night baseball with the hopes that the Arizona Diamondbacks can give me a game seven and give me an opportunity to live by my word and go to the World Series.
2: It'll be fun to watch for sure. I'm excited. Well, we haven't even talked about We're almost an hour in. We haven't even talked about the other series
0: yet. There is How no other series, Murph. There's no other series. <laughs> <laughs> How
2: about them Rangers forcing a game seven last night?
0: Listen, these are two teams that have been fighting each other all season long in division. Oh, yeah. There's nothing better in the sports world in a lot of cases than when teams within their division get to go up against each other again because these are teams that know each other better than anybody else knows them. The Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros, who's the leader of the NL West. I am, you are, I am, you are back and forth. We could be in, we could be out. The Mariners Mariners could have been in in those last 10 games to play. The Houston Astros and the Texas Rangers, they're in the state of Texas. They're both trying to get Texas fans. They're trying to galvanize Texas, the both of them. Then they're playing in the same division. They're going back and forth with each other. Texas is trying to prove they deserve the division. Houston won the division. These teams do not surprise me at all that they're going seven games. They'd go nine if they could. So the Texas Rangers are facing off against the Houston Astros for a game seven tonight at 8.03 p.m. Eastern time. On Fox and Fox Sports One the Game Seven Series tied three to three will happen tonight. Max Scherzer will go up against Christian Javier, and we will see the opportunity Uh-oh. of who what'd you say?
2: I said uh oh.
0: To see who's gonna win this one. Hey man, Scherzer and Verlander are both in the playoffs. So at least in a way you can say that for each other. the former Mets have made it, but the Texas Rangers well, Houston Astros well, series is-, is fun. Two things to say. One, I do disagree with
2: you on your statement. of There's nothing better in the postseason than playing your division rival. There's nothing better than a game seven. There's no better thing than a game seven in all sports.
0: Overall, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Overall, nothing better than that. Second, I listened to Max Scherzer say something about what it's like being in this playoffs, and he's talking about how he's glad he's not on, He's glad he's not a man. I now despise him for that. I kind of hope they lose. But at the same time, I don't because I don't want to see Houston back in the World Series. But for Max Scherzer to say something like that, (laughs) after getting shelled in Game 3, I think that could come back to bite him. I would not be shocked if Houston walks away and Javier shoves tonight because Christian Javier has been great in the playoffs. And Max Scherzer was terrible in his first start. Yeah. Max Scherzer has been terrible in the postseason. In his last few starts, he wasn't great. He wasn't good for the Dodgers. He was horrible for the Mets, and he was horrible for the Rangers in Game Three. I think we've finally gotten to the point where Max Scherzer's over the hill. It's and it's hard. It's sad to say because he's a future Hall of Famer, but I, he's he doesn't have much left. He battles, he battles through injuries and he's a game. He's a, you know, he's a gamer, but I'm glad he's not on the Mets either. I'm, I'm perfectly happy to have Luis sign Acuña Go make your money with the Rangers. And I, you know, smell you later. The Mets will get younger. The Mets will sign. Hopefully they sign Yamamoto from Japan. Maybe they sign Otani. Who knows? Maybe they sign Aaron Nola. We'll have plenty of time this offseason to talk about that, but yeah. bottom line, Good rating to Max Scherzer. You're gonna be you're gonna be salty like that. Go be salty somewhere else. Not in our organization. So smell you later.
0: And hey, I kind of hope they lose. I'm looking at what he said here, and Max Scherzer's quote says, I appreciate Billy and Steve's honesty in this. I understand the business of the game. People upstairs have to make really tough decisions. At the end of the day, they're trying to win a World Series as well. Sometimes the difference between ownership and a player, especially where I'm at in my career, where my age is at, I don't have time to wait around. What they are doing with this organization, they have the right thought process behind it. And Steve is a great owner about trying to make this a winner in New York. I'm happy to join the Mets and contribute to it. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to be here for the great moments of it, but they are doing the right thing to be able to build a championship ball club in the future. Those decisions had to be made when I had the conversations with them. They allowed me to make an honest decision as well.
2: Now, was that when he first got traded? Because that's not where I was.
0: Yeah, that was that was more. I'm talking about like this was from a couple days ago. Yeah, this was this was. I'm glad I'm not a man. Yeah, this was his August decision. To give some context here. And then your point of what he said here.
2: I wasn't quoting him directly. Those are just, you know, I was in, you know, I was. Yeah. That's basically what he said.
0: Yeah, and there's no, I'm trying to see here. There's no quote here on exactly, let's see. Oh, this is five days ago. Here we go. Okay, this one was from five days ago, so maybe this is the one we're looking at. He said, I don't know exactly how I'll be used from here on out, but my arm feels good. That's the number one thing. Uh, I still feel like I have more in the tank. Let's see what else he said here. Where is it? I know I saw it. I was trying to communicate how I felt. I'm not second guessing any decisions, but it's also my job as the starting pitcher, to communicate how I feel. I still felt strong. I still feel like I could get out. Okay, so that's him talking about the game. And we did well. You might be able to isolate a few pitches here and there. No. So I don't have his exact quote on this, but I understand how it fuels. It's like what Vince Carter did. Vince Carter left Toronto, and he goes, He said something ridiculous, like 70 percent of the time that I was injured, I wasn't really injured. I just didn't want to play. And I was like, dude, why would you say that? Like, people were crying that he was leaving Toronto, literally like mourning the fact that he was leaving. And then he just turns to the fans and says, I just didn't want to play for you guys. And then the fans were like, all right, well, then now we feel differently. Now we were sad. Now we're angry. And then he came back year after year after year. And like a decade later, people are booing him still because of the comments that he made. So, I mean, it's listen, if you leave a place, you don't have to be rude about it. You don't have to be disrespectful about it. And you don't have to carry it in public. I mean, you can say your piece, but. You don't have to. I don't know. I feel like when when Vince Carter did it, he he literally kind of screwed himself because the fans were sad, and then they became defensive. So we shall see what happens here as we move forward. But Scherzer, hey, if he didn't want to be a Met Murph, then better for you guys, right? Good riddance. Better for you that he's not a Met. He didn't have Thank a good. You for baby Acuna. You know, he didn't have a great season. He didn't do a lot for the Mets. He had a good season
2: last year, but he had good. a
0: terrible postseason. Yeah. Good season last awful.
2: year. He was awful in game one. Right. He single handedly lost them that series. He was terrible. But and he picked awful against the Braves in the last week of the regular season. All they had to do was yeah. win one freaking game and they would have been the number one and they would have been the number two seed. And ended up playing the Phillies, who I think they could have beaten last
3: year.
0: Yeah, but hey, he's not there anymore. Scherzer and Verlander are I'll in the, the next one. Not Lank on the our ace. yeah, they're not on the Mets. They're both in the series though with the Texas. Give me Otani. Give me Soto. <laughs> give me Yamamoto.
2: Give me Aaron Nola. Give him Give them all. Give me them all. Come on.
0: Do I have? I will. I, I will say this though. While you're while you're looking, while you, you can have Matt. Baez. I have Baez here. Aces bias.
2: So this this is one thing I'll say. And we'll get into this more as the postseason, as the uh, off season begins. Yeah. The Mets will get one of Shohei Otani or Juan Soto. Mark my words.
0: Murph said it on the show today. Post
2: it right now, October Monday, October twenty third at ten o three a.m. 10.03 a.m October 23rd 2023 the Mets will get one of Juan Soto or Shohei Otani if otani wants to come east which we there's been rumblings that he might he will be a Met I can promise you that Steve Cohen will not be outbid if that's the case if they don't want to if otani doesn't want to come east Padres have said they're going to probably trade Juan Soto the Mets just got all these prospects from trading Scherzer and Verlander. Use them to go get Soto. Yeah, go get Soto and extend them.
0: So I just put it One up. Or the other, I put it up on our timeline here on our show, and I put it up on. Good. I put it up on the Twitter, which is now called Look, X. If I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Right. But mark my words. I fully, I firmly believe it's going to happen. So, Monday morning, 10.03 a.m. Eastern Time, on wake-up call. Brendan Murphy says, the Mets will get one of Juan Soto or Shohei Ohtani. So, let's see what happens. And if Murph is right, I will definitely keep this up here for you folks. And
2: Hey, if I'm right... If I'm right...
0: If you're right, no one's going to respond to it. If you're wrong, you'll get 3,000 messages. 100%. 100%. And I'm prepared to eat my words if it doesn't happen. But... Crazy. I'm
2: not just saying that as a Mets fan. I'm saying that in general. Right. The Mets have been linked to Soto for years. They keep saying, 2025 offseason, they're going to get Soto. They're going to get Soto. They're going to get Soto. Or 2024, or whatever it is. They're going to get Soto. Why not do it now when the Padres can't sign him? Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have to give up a lot of prospects, but you have a lot of prospects. That's the player to go get him with, or to go get with. Yeah. But if Otani becomes available to you, where he would be, he would welcome the idea of coming to the East Coast. Then yeah, go get Otani. I'd probably rather have Otani than Soto. But you know, once Soto is four or five years younger. Has won a World Series before. Yeah. Doesn't have to clog your DH spot. There's a decent defender. Stick him in left field, right field,
0: whatever. Think about it like this: If you get another pitcher, you'll be ahead of the Yankees, who think you only need one. <laughs> so, we'll take a step aside for a fast break. Yankees, stop! Don't let me this. Okay, this is this is my this is my th- thing that I want to send out to the Yankees. I can't call it a prediction; it's more of a statement. I'm going to tell you this, Yankees, and I tell you this with love. Don't allow me to say what I've said for the last couple of years, where when anybody comes up to me and says, what's wrong with the Yankees, I don't even have to burp. I just go, pitching. Pitching, one word. It's not just pitching. It it's the thing I focus on, though. Garrett Cole, beyond True, him, but pitching. Their lineup.
2: Aaron Judge and
0: everybody else but that's okay you got one hitter you got one pitcher you're not going to win with two players remember who tried to do that the Los Angeles Angels they don't even make the playoffs with Shohei Ohtani and Mike Trout when you have a fantastic hitter and they have two but when you have a fantastic hitter and a fantastic pitcher the Angels go nowhere the Yankees go nowhere you need more than one. I say pitching because no matter because you're not going to out-hit everybody.
2: Why do you think the Phillies are winning right now? Why do you think the Phillies are one game away from going? Because
0: well? they have people in their yes, pitching staff that piss pitch. me off. They have people that upset me. Alvarado when he comes up to the plate, he makes me angry. My mom didn't even know who he was. My mom was like, "Uh-oh." You know what I mean?
2: That 102 from the left side is just nasty.
0: All I can say,
2: how you're going to I it would stand in the box and it would be good morning, good afternoon, good night. Basically anybody would do the same thing. Yeah. This Jose a, Alvarado. He's good. Ever since the Phillies got him from
0: Tampa. Yeah. Has been disgusting. Right. He's very good. He's got a nasty, he's got a nasty slider. Yeah. He's got an arm side run with his fastball. Right.
2: He's just ridiculously good.
0: He's good. He's good. He's annoying. He's annoying because he's good. And I respect the fact that he annoys me respect it like i mean that's the thing and this is what people need to learn how to do congress is to be like hey i maybe don't like how good you are but i'm going to shake your hand because you're good alvarado if he wasn't great if he wasn't a good pitcher i wouldn't even think about it but it pisses me off to see him come to the mound because i know how good he is because i respect him even though he's on the other side of the of, of even though he's on the other, yes I do even though he's on the other side of it I shake his hand man alvarado just know this my my concern when you step to the mound is not because you stink and I wish bad on you my concern is because you are a darn good player and the phillies are blessed to have you so you know what if you want to be the best you got to beat the best so bring us your best stuff philadelphia and arizona bring us your best stuff and let's see what happens tonight and as an arizona fan I'm going to be excited but to philadelphia Y'all know I already respect you because, I don't know, people will be stupid not to. Otani not pitching next year, but if he comes into 2024 healthy, you can pencil him in for a 4,100 easy. So, yeah, I know it's... 100%, 100%. By the way, a lot of good things have happened in the baseball world. We got to talk about the NFL. But we're going to do all of this, cresting it, right after this. On Wake Up Call with Dan Tortoro, where Sports Meets Live. Avicoli's, located on the corner of Route 57 and Wetzel Road in Liverpool, New York, has been your trusted neighbor for decades. Located just steps from Liverpool High School, we're happy to have the Liverpool Warriors on-site, on-location broadcast at Avicoli's through Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora every single month, featuring student-athletes, coaches, and administration throughout the year from Liverpool High School. Head out to Avicoli's today on the corner of Route 57 and Wetzel Road in Liverpool, New York, open Tuesday through sunday for lunch dinner and drinks we'd love to see you out there and of course you can call them at 315-622-5100 for takeout delivery and catering that's 315-622-5100 and also find them on myavacoles.com that's my a-v-i-c-o-l-l-i-s.com Having peace of mind when you're out of town that your furry loving friend is safe and sound means taking them to canine campground because we all know that when it comes to the love of our pets, it goes well beyond the call of duty to make sure they're safe and sound. Right, Lily? (laughs) So take a ride to 242 Johnson Street in East Syracuse, New York and see canine campground and where your dog will be staying in the classic cabin, the executive cabin the grand cabin, or, of course, the luxury cabin, because if you know Lily, you know she loves luxury. <laughs> now you don't have to wait to the last minute to find a family member or a friend that'll take your dog for a few days. Call K9 Campground at 315-299-4013. That's 315-299-4013. Their drop-off and pick-up times are Monday through Sunday. Check K9 Campground.com for more information. That's the letter K, the number 9, and campground spelled with a K.com. K9campground.com.
1: When you're going out of town, bring your dog to Kenai Campground.
0: PB&J's Lunchbox, the food truck that you love finding all throughout Central and Upstate New York, now has a street-side cafe. So when you're craving their traditional favorites as well as their out-of-box amazing menu items, you can now head to 663 Old Liverpool Road in Liverpool, New York. Located just minutes from the highway, the thruway, Destiny USA, and Onondaga Lake Parkway, PB&J's Lunchbox Street-side Cafe is there for you Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. serving breakfast, lunch, and and dinner all throughout the day. Get breakfast for dinner, dinner for lunch, whatever you fancy, including their award-winning grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Find them at 663 Old Liverpool Road in Liverpool, New York. PB&J's Lunchbox, where we love to know, what's in your lunchbox? This is a special message from 317 at Montgomery restaurant owner, Joel Carpenter. Open Tuesday through Saturday for your dining pleasure on 317 Montgomery Street
1: in Syracuse, New York. We wanted to be a part of the resurgence of Syracuse. We saw uh, a lot of money being put into bringing people back downtown and thought that, you know, we'd like to be a part of that. I love putting together a good dish where people see it first they fall in love with it and then it tastes just as good as it looks we want to provide the best food in syracuse that we possibly can and we want you to leave here talking to your family your friends about what you had to eat first and foremost but also our service and to walk out feeling like you're part of our family i work out in the front of the house a lot and i love walking to every single table asking them how everything is, and people looking at me and smiling and saying, this is the most amazing short rib I've ever had. This is the most amazing filet I've ever had. And Donna is great. Sarah is amazing. Thank you for coming over and talking to us. And, and them just being truly happy for the experience that they've gotten.
0: 317 at Montgomery Restaurant part of the fabric of downtown Syracuse, located on 317 Montgomery Street in Syracuse, New York, open Tuesday through Saturday for a unique and memorable dining experience.
1: mother's cupboard home of the whole frittata we are open daily 6 a.m to 1 30 p.m for takeout orders call 315-432-0942 and tune in to wake up call with dan tortora for our monthly food challenge and try our wake up call signature menu item available seven days a week here at mother's cupboard we are central new york and it's our honor to serve you
0: Ma and Paz Kettle Corn and Popcorn Factory remind us that every day is worth celebrating. Find them at 201 Old 7th North Street in Liverpool, New York. Open Monday through Saturday in-store and all the time online at maandpazpopcorn.com. Serving our Central New York community and beyond, you can order all throughout the country at maandpazpopcorn.com. And remember to get your tins, which have in-store half-price refills forever. Ma and Paz Kettle Corn and Popcorn Factory Available to you for fundraising and all of your events by calling 315-450-6272. That's 315-450-6272. Monpa's Kettle Corn and Popcorn Factory. How corny are you?
3: This is Jim Sikowski, owner operator of Chick-fil-A Cicero, 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, right in front of the Home Depot. I had a deep feeling that God wanted me to do something bigger with my life and to help people, help others. I kept putting Chick-fil-A in my life and I realized as I was going through the franchise selection process that uh, positively impacted the lives of others was really core to what we do here at Chick-fil-A. First of all, it starts with the food. The food is brought in fresh, daily, and we bring in local produce. is to shine a little light in their life, that's a very, very different experience uh, than you will have in any other quick service restaurant. And it's that remarkable experience that I think people will emotionally connect with.
0: Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, hanging out with you where sports truly meets that thing called life. And uh, here picture in picture with Murph as DT and Murphy bring you your start to your week every week on a week of call with Dan Tortora. So with that being said, we talked about baseball and we have a full slate tonight. The four teams are in action here on Monday, October 23rd. I will be at the Wildcat Sports Pub. Danny is a Phillies fan. I am a Diamondbacks fan and we will both be there together. Uh, tonight at six PM, because so it's uh, during the series, those will probably be played behind me on the big old television. We're going to be there with West Genesee football tonight, doing our West Genesee Spotlight series uh, for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, as we've done for eight years now. So I'll have Joe Corley and the football team there, and of course I'll also be watching Arizona at Philadelphia tonight. I hope you will be too. Five oh seven PM Eastern Time on TBS, and that will be followed at eight o'clock. Texas at Houston on Fox, Texas and Houston. This is for all the marbles. It is game seven with the series tied 3 to 3 And if Arizona ties the series tonight, they will play tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. If they lose tonight, then the series will end tonight. Here's hoping for an October 24th game seven. So any final words, Murph, before we jump to football?
2: Uh, Let's go D-backs That's right
0: Three of the best words that Murph has ever said to me In his life So let's go But uh, let's hope for the Diamondbacks Tonight I'm hoping for y'all I'm pulling for you all And as an impartial broadcaster I respect everything Arizona's done And everything Philly's done To get to where they are right now It is time for game six In just a few hours Go Diamondbacks So I will be wearing my I was just I was asked by Greg, will I be wearing my Arizona stuff tonight? My dad got me a dugout jacket for my birthday and a postseason Diamondbacks hat. Yes, I will be wearing my gear tonight. And uh, I think Danny's probably going to flip me off. (laughs) But (laughs) but, uh, with with that being with that being said, let's jump into football here for a minute and then we're going to show our cards. So. Uh, I know the Jets were off. Uh, the Jaguars gave me two wins on my birthday week, not one, but two. How does that happen? Because God is great. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars won on Sunday when I was down in Indy with them, and they won on Thursday as the only game on primetime against the Saints in a 31-24 victory. The Jaguars are 5-2, and two, their best start since 2007. They are on a four-game winning streak, and uh, they still got some game to be played here before they head into their own bye week the jets were on a bye week this week coming off of the fact that the jets have done a lot to show who they are and what they can do in a division that's completely out of whack the dolphins are five and two the bills are four and three the jets are three and three the patriots are two and five and now all of a sudden with some goings on here this division is potentially more wide open Then it's been all season long to start things off with the Jets getting a victory over the Eagles to go to 500. They're on a two game winning streak. Thoughts, Murph?
2: Buffalo. What happened? (laughs) How do you lose to the Patriots? They suck. (laughs) (laughs) My God. I just had to say that. (laughs) Um. No, but yeah, like, I'm, at, I'm at the you know I'm at the card show yesterday, and someone's telling me that the Buffalo's losing to the Patriots. I'm like, wait, what? Like, what are you talking about? They're losing to the Patriots, and sure enough, yeah. they lose to the Patriots. Yeah. So um,
0: the Jets did if too.
2: If we are going off of recent events, the yeah. Patriots are the team to beat in the in the AFC East.
0: <laughs> they beat the Jets and they the Bills the this Jets, season. Who beat the Bills? Right. Beat the so Jets
2: or the New England Patriots are the best team in the division.
0: Which it's just crazy. But, but yeah,
2: the Jets beat the Bills, who beat the Dolphins. Right. Therefore, the Jets are better than the Dolphins. Also,
0: that's the whole A equals B, B equals Bills, C, so A equals C. Who beat the Dolphins? Therefore, the Jets are better than the Dolphins. So
2: we'll see if if that holds true. Then the order of teams in the division should be Patriots, Jets, Bills, Dolphins and that
0: is something that we've seen a lot in the last two decades. Yeah, this is this has been really crazy. Uh, normally, the Patriots were the team to beat, and the Jets would steal one, or the Bills would steal one, or the Dolphins would steal a game that people didn't think that they would win. Now it's the opposite. Now it's if the Patriots win, they're the ones that are stealing a victory that people didn't think that they would have but here we are this this division is wide open i think one of the best sound bites ever on wake up call is what murph just led with buffalo what happened you lost to the patriots they suck like that was that was, that was probably <laughs> that. i am clipping that so yeah that that was a uh-huh. uh, yeah, and of course it was my birthday time. At ten twenty one AM Eastern time, you had a severe dip in listenership and viewership. I wonder why. But uh yeah, a lot of Bills fans were like Sorry, Bill. sorry uh, Bills. sorry, Bills fan. Hey, listen. You know I'm a diehard Jets fan, so watching the Bills lose is always fun. Even though it was the Patriots who I hate more than the Bills. Yeah. I had a Bills fan message me yesterday and said, Did you watch the game? I was like, No. Jaguars are off. I get to relax today. Like oh my God. I didn't get- I mean, it, it was great to watch all these games. And dealing at, I was
2: wheeling a deal at the Sports Factory card show yesterday,
0: so it was a great time. But, yeah. Uh, I was not paying attention to any football. It's I re- did see the Giants beat the Commanders, so that was that was pretty, yeah.
2: pretty awesome. But I did watch some football when I got home. Did you see how the Steelers-Rams game ended?
0: The Steelers-Rams game. Yeah, I did watch. Well, yeah, we were talking on the phone. So I was like.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think we. Had, I think I let you go right before the end of that game. Yeah. Did you see how the game ended?
0: I was kind of paying attention to it. It was on in the background for me, so I was, was not a first down. I wasn't sure. Was yeah, like
2: a good six inches.
0: Yeah, I wasn't. Um, let's see. I'm going to play it right now in the studio because I'm going to watch it. So I was watching the game, but I was watching the game kind of.
2: You were watching the, the Chiefs game, too. but Yeah, I'll I had him. That, as, yeah. that as, was as the thing um, I had him
0: so picture in picture.
2: what happened was they ran a QB sneak on fourth down. Kenny Pickett slips. Knee goes down well short of the first down. They spot him for a first down, barely. Yeah. Check, check with the chains, They made it call it the first down. The Rams were out of timeouts, could not challenge. That play brought it down to the two-minute warning, but because of the rules, since the play did not occur inside of two minutes, it cannot be a Booth review. Therefore, the spot on the field stood, and the Steelers were able to take three knees and end the game.
0: Yeah. The angle that I have on this one is a terrible angle that they provided on this site. I'm going to check it out on YouTube. But
2: his, so his knee was down well short of the line to game. like. <laughs> a good might have been a foot short
0: now here's the game highlights now i can go back and look but yeah i mean i remember seeing them spot the ball i remember seeing the chain gang come out and and uh give them the first down i do remember that in real time but i did not see where his knee came hey but listen that's historic murph that's historic because when the Steelers played the Seahawks in the Super Bowl, the Seahawks had a tippy toe touchdown in the back of the end zone that they called off, and Ben Roethlisberger's head passed the goal line, but the football didn't, and they called it a touchdown. And in that Super Bowl, if you flipped those touchdowns, the Steelers would have won, or pardon me, the Seahawks would have won. They gave it to the Steelers. Jalen Hurts was also short
2: of the line, short of the goal line last week, but they called that a touchdown. So.
0: Yeah, I want to look at this right now. Let me go to the end. Oh, here it is.
2: Also, while you're, um, here it is. While you're talking about that.
0: Um, yeah, you can't see it from this angle.
2: I, I'm going to bring something up about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Go ahead. Quick. Can we get Kyle Trask in the game, please?
0: Dude, I said it at the beginning I of the season.
2: It, I have seen enough of Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. They started three and one. Now they're two. Now they're three and three. They get the Bills next week, who they're going to get destroyed by. They play the Texans in in week eight. I'm sorry, in week nine. Who they're probably also going to lose to. If they're three and five, can we please get Kyle Trask on the field, please? Oh. please.
0: I said at the beginning of the year that we would see Kyle Trask. I said I thought we were going to see him week four or five, like more recently. But I have said since the since before a game was played this season that we would see, in my opinion, that at some point this season we would see Kyle Trask. I thought it would have happened already, but I have said over and over again that I believe that I we will see reasons. Kyle Trask. I don't think we're going to see Baker Mayfield for the entire season. I, I can't see I him know. playing out the entire season. I don't want him to get I hurt. I just don't think he's going to play the entire season. I want
2: it for two reasons. Number one... I want to see him play being a Florida fan. Right. Number 2, I just lost Anthony Richardson in my in my big money dynasty league. My other quarterback is Mac Jones. And I picked up and started Tyrod Taylor this week as my second quarterback. Yeah. In my super flex. So, I need somebody that can start and play consistently. I need Kyle Trask to be that guy. And I've had him on my roster for almost three years, hoping that he eventually gets a shot to start. And I am really hoping for that opportunity at some point. I was hoping that it would be there after Brady was done, but then signed Baker Mayfield and he's been just okay. He hasn't exactly done too much that would warrant him getting benched yet, but I just want to see Kyle Petrask out there. He and Kyle Pitts were back on the same field uh, this week, and they did a jersey swap at the end of the game. And yeah. Again, Kyle Pitts does nothing in Atlanta's offense. Desmond Ritter is terrible. Anybody that invested in Desmond Ritter card before the year, sell them now because his market's just going to keep going down. Uh, and, yes, I am talking to you, sports card investor. You invested like two hundred thousand dollars in Desmond Ritter, and you're going to lose a fortune because he sucks. Absolutely, this man traded during the they're at the National traded a Shohei Otani rookie auto. Yeah, that's about a seven thousand dollar card for a Desmond Ritter numbered out of five auto for Desmond Ritter. That's going to be one of the worst trades you could ever make with the sports card.
0: I will put it so to you. I will put it I to I just you. want
2: to take that second to roast him a little bit.
0: Well, here's the thing.
2: And uh, tell Desmond Ritter collectors, <laughs> yeah, get rid of this. Unless you like yeah. him like you do uh, and you don't have yeah. expensive. Like, if you have cheap Desmond Ritter stuff, that's fine. Like, yeah. if you want to keep it, you want to keep it. I
0: just pulled if a Desmond Ritter yesterday. Stuff, yeah.
2: If you have expensive Desmond Ritter stuff, get rid of it.
0: Here's the thing about Here's the thing about Desmond Ritter. OK, I covered him at Tennessee or pardon me, covered him at Tennessee. I covered him at at at, at Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Thank you. I covered him at Cincinnati. I don't know where my head is this morning. So it's Monday. I'll give you- <laughs> I, my head's like my brain was thinking Cincinnati. My mouth is like, let's go with Tennessee. Let's just see what he does if we say it so. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Roll some tad, baby. You need to roll some tad roll some tad you know what if I was living in the south I might just do it living in the north but Florida's the second home the next girl that I date if she's like babe I'm gonna do some laundry she'd be like what you want me to do I'd be like I want you to roll some tad <laughs> roll <laughs> I mean I need you to roll some tad in that laundry roll tad baby roll tad so you know Tulane says roll wave by the way six and one. For the second time in two years, back-to-back season, 6-1 and starts and bowl eligibility for the Tulane Green Wave, who I've covered for a decade. Shout out to my guy, Willie Fritz, for killing it out there. And I love you, New Orleans, but you know that already. So Desmond Ritter, Cincinnati, covered him there for a couple years, interviewed him. So I'm a fan. So I go to get Desmond Ritter cards, and this dude, Murph, is with me. And I'm like, yeah, I want to get some Desmond Ritter autos or like four bucks, 10 bucks. Like who is paying attention to it? I know he's a quarterback, so he'll get more money on top of what he should get. So if it's like $10, they'll say it's 20 or 40 or whatever because he's a quarterback. But I don't understand but I don't understand why. I, told I don't understand why. He's going to take time, guys. He's this is going to take time. I said first couple years, if he got to start within the first couple of years, it's going to take some time. I I don't, yeah, but I don't want to understand. No, he was drafted. He was a second quarterback drafted. I think he was drafted in the third round because he was drafted before Malik Willis. But here's the thing, second behind Kenny Pickett, the Desmond Ritter like frenzy, I'm a Desmond Ritter fan. I've covered him and I enjoy him. I enjoy the opportunity to have ever interviewed him one time. I wasn't high on the Desmond Ritter cards. I just wanted him like I want the other guys that I cover and and all that. So when I walked into this thing, right? And so when I walked into this thing and Murph is talking about his value and I'm looking at GG cards and breaks and and some of the price and this and that. And I was like, I, I was like, dude, what is happening? And you're like, dude, he's, you know people are high on him, like getting his card for forty bucks is good value. And I was like,
2: I
1: didn't say that.
0: Why is it? I thought you said it was. You said if you can get it for like forty bucks, if you can get it for the price that, that I got particular it for. Card, yes, that card. But
2: because of, the, because of what it was selling
0: for. Right, but what I'm saying is, I don't understand the hype of this hype for his card because value. They thought he was going to be the next big. Yeah, but I don't understand I don't what that. That's why they invest in cards. I don't understand the why they why chose him know, though. The same reason why people invest in the rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. I don't get why they chose yeah, him though. Rice, yeah. I don't feel like I feel like they didn't choose they, did Malik, they didn't do as much with Malik Willis, but they right. did some Malik Willis, yeah. Kenny Pickett, all these guys. But they didn't do it with Trevor. Trevor, like, proved it. And, Trevor
2: was a number one
0: pick and they right. didn't think he was that, that good. So, so it's just, yeah, which is which is ridiculous.
2: Actually, the time to buy Trevor.
0: It it makes no sense that people were higher on Desmond Ritter cards than on Trevor Lawrence coming into the NFL. That to me that is that they were higher
2: on him because Trevor Lawrence still had plenty of expensive cars.
0: But it wasn't it wasn't sure, like but the...
2: Deshaun Ritter was selling it up was hot because people
0: wanted, you know, the chance to cash in. Yeah. But to me it was they so had the most, weird had the most upside potential. Yeah, it was Trevor, just weird. We already knew his upside. Really it, we didn't it's well I think we don't know Trevor's upside yet. I think it continues to go I up. I
2: actually agree with that statement. I do
0: but you know I just don't understand why certain people get picked to be like the guy i'm thinking like i'm just going to put together a desmond ritter collection because i like desmond ritter and give it a few more weeks as this card prices continue to plummet you'll be able to do that greg said Ritter's not the answer not a popular opinion on this show I never said Desmond Ritter was the answer long term. I said, I like Desmond Ritter. See, people people change my words around without people. I, I like when people speak for me, right? And I'm being facetious when I say that. Desmond Ritter, I believe my quotes have been, I like him, I like to cover him. I appreciate my time with him. He will start within his first two years. None of those statements are false. Three of them are my, are my connection to him. And one of them, it was a prediction that came true. I never said Desmond Ritter was going to be the quarterback 10 years from now for Atlanta. I said, right now, this is who you got. And by the way, it's not all Desmond Ritter's fault. Their defense, their defense is yuck. Their defense is one of the worst defenses in the nation. They suck something awful. It's Swiss cheese everywhere, all day, every day. There's nothing... I don't trust the coaching. I don't trust the defense. So, you know, if people want to see Desmond Ritter doesn't find Kyle Pitts enough, okay, understood. Agreed. Agreed. Agreed.
2: He doesn't throw it to Kyle Pitts enough. Right. Agreed.
0: Right. Agreed. 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 And the quarterbacks before that didn't do it. Nobody was was looking for Kyle Pitts. Right. Ever come
2: out of college football? And yet, in three years you've had terrible quarterbacks that refuse to throw to him. Right. John U. Smith is having a better year than Kyle Pitts. Johnnie Smith was <laughs> over the hill.
0: Because every quarterback has their guy, and people don't listen to me when I say that, but it's the truth. Why is Michael Wilson the number one guy in Arizona? Because it's not Kyler Murray. It's Josh Dobbs, and Josh Dobbs likes to throw to Michael Wilson, so he's the rookie from Stanford. Well, even but that's – I mean, it's like you see Michael Wilson getting more than Hollywood Brown, and people go, well, Hollywood's supposed to get it. Well, why is he supposed to get it? Because he's good. But but the thing is, people go for names. Marquise Hollywood Brown's supposed to get it. Who's Michael Wilson? Michael Wilson's a guy that Josh Dobbs likes. When a guy comes in that's a backup quarterback, he worked with the second and third teams. So when you're saying, how the heck does this guy get the catches over this guy getting the catches? Because every quarterback has their guy. If Kyle Trask comes in for Tampa, you might see some things change. Maybe instead of Evans, he goes more to Godwin. Maybe he spends more time with the tight end. Maybe he goes with Cade more than he goes with other people. Every quarterback has their guy. Desmond Ritter's got six touchdowns and six interceptions through the games that they've played so far. Desmond Ritter is not a bad player. Desmond Ritter is not a bad quarterback. Desmond Ritter is not a bad starting quarterback, but Desmond Ritter is on a team where, Everyone accentuates his mistakes because everyone wants to blame the head coach and the quarterback. When the reality of it all in Atlanta is Atlanta is a giant dumpster fire, but they have a lot of talent on offense. The problem in Atlanta is with Tyler Algier and Bijan Robinson and Kyle Pitts and Drake London, you have all these weapons. So Desmond's expected to do certain things. But at the same time in Atlanta, this defense sucks. They suck. Now they still have a winning record with Desmond, they're four and three. But when you look at these games, they lost to Detroit, at Detroit, understandable. They lost to Jacksonville, understandable. And they lost to Washington that's an enigma. They play really well, and then they play really terrible. And, you know, so you look at those games, they just beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And in the most recent game here yesterday, 16-13, to on the road. So, to me, is Desmond the answer that's going to be the answer for, like, as long as Matt Ryan was? Probably not but as of right now, is Desmond Ritter terrible? I don't believe so. Do I think he's going to win them a Super Bowl? No, because I think even if Desmond Ritter played extremely well, this team would never win a Super Bowl with the defense that they have, and that's my belief on Atlanta. Their defense is the biggest problem above everything else that they have going on, and you know people can continue to crap on Desmond Ritter, and that's fine, But Desmond Ritter did what he did in Cincinnati as an underdog, and he'll do what he does in Atlanta as an underdog. Do I think that he is going to be a top-five quarterback in the NFL right now? No. But do I believe that Desmond Ritter can shock a lot of people? Yes. Why? Because he's already done it. And because he's a good leader. So I'm, I'm surprised his cards were high. I'm not surprised that he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. And I don't think he's as bad as some of the other quarterbacks that are starting in the NFL that people would probably put above him just for namesake. You know, is he better than Mac Jones right now? Yes. Is he better than yeah, a lot of people? Are better than Mac is Jones. he better than Baker Mayfield? I think so, too. So, you know, but people say Baker's name far above Desmond because it's been driven into their forehead longer than Desmond's has. So he was a number one pick. Right. But. You know, and again, Desmond, you, you know, this isn't the number one overall pick. So let's, let's just, let's give him some time. He barely had any time last year. If you put his time from last year to his time from this year, the man has not had a full season as a starting quarterback in the NFL. So I would like to very politely tell people to shut their mouths and let him play football. If he sucks in three years, then okay. But I mean, holy jeepers Christmas. This guy has had less time than a lot of quarterbacks that are not good that continue to get big contracts and lead franchises. Desmond Ritter is not Atlanta's problem. He's a rookie still in my mind, and he's gonna take time. He's got almost 1,700 yards this season, six touchdowns to six interceptions, and his numbers are better than others. And the guy's learned how to win in on a team in Cincinnati that had a lot going for them, this they I think that was the year that Cincinnati had seven guys drafted, nine guys drafted. So you know, I mean, they lost a huge part of their defense that year. and and now, you know, I'm looking at the games and and what he's done and how the team's played so far i'm I'm not somebody who's who thinks that Desmond is a terrible quarterback but I'm also not someone who's going to pay $100 for his autograph because I just feel like the hype is is way too high, card-wise. Like, I thought I could have walked in any place and gotten them for $15, $20. Bucks. I had no idea. $70. And uh, I was looking at one last night that had an awesome patch, and it was 100 bucks. Understandable. So. I'll probably continue
2: to keep coming back. Like I said, give it five, six more weeks. If he's still playing, meh,
0: they yeah. will keep coming down. Well, we're going to do a little card show here before we round things up here. And I'm going to show these. I'm going to let Murph go first, except for these two cards that I feel the need to show just because we're talking about Atlanta right now. We have Kyle Pitts, which was the best that I pulled from a box that I did a box break of last month, I think, or the month before. And then I got my Bijan rookie. So... I have a Kyle Pitts, very nice looking mosaic rookie card. I have a Bijan Robinson rookie card. And I have another Bijan from Score that shows him on Texas. So we have the Bijan, Kyle Pitts rookies. I think Kyle Pitts cards are probably going down based on output, but maybe that. I just bought bought a bunch of them. Right. So maybe that Bijan love, though, stays high. Because I know there's a lot of hype for Bijan, So I would think that I can move my Bijan rookies as of right now. So, yeah. But I will defer to you, Murph, to show what you have in your lot as when I will go grab a couple of mine. Yeah.
2: We're talking about Cincy. Here's Desmond Ritter's former teammate. Salas. something Salas Gardner. Salas. little RPA. It's not a great patch, but... You know, I got it in a trade for a card that I had valued at twenty-five bucks that I had list priced at 45.
1: Yeah.
2: So I, I did okay. Um cool RPA, it's numbered at 299. Um, you know, first impressions from illusions. I like it. I like it. It's a cool card. Something I'm gonna probably send to SGC, get it slabbed and and um throw it in the PC for a while. Yeah. Um here is one that you will like. And I told you about this one yesterday, but you haven't seen it yet. Your boy.
0: Two TDs
2: each of the last three weeks.
0: ETN. Travis
2: ETN. Number 250. Rookie ticket auto. And it's teal, so it's a color match. So that is a really, really cool card. One that, to be perfectly honest, if it makes its way up to New York in December, I would not be surprised if it stays there with you.
0: I do like my Etn. What is that valued at right now?
2: Um, I think we valued it at like sixty bucks, something like that. It's it's numbered to fifty, so that was partly the reason for that. But it's a cool one. The fact that it's a color match is pretty sweet. Now, I was contemplating getting it graded. Yeah, but I don't think it would be a ten. I think it's a nine because of the centering. So it's a little bit off center, left to right. Um, but. It's a cool card. I like it for sure. I got it, and, and you know, I, I got it as part of a package where I gave up a out uh, of Mike Trout top's finest autograph that I traded away. Um, so that was I was okay to sell that card, and he needed to get the cash price down. So I'm like, you know what? I like Etn. I know you do too. Yeah. Even if I don't necessarily keep it, I'm sure it's something you would like. Um, yeah. Also, part of that deal um, where these. Three cards you had: uh, Jalen Hurts, Red, White, and Blue Prism rookie. It's uh, a PSA nine. Yeah, I have a Tua Optic Bronze rated rookie, PSA nine as well.
1: Like and it. then
2: a PSA ten <clears throat> Julio Rodriguez Bowman Chrome first um, card. Each of those cards, I mean, these are probably hundred and fifty ish bucks between between the three cards here. Yeah, and then I got two more Tuas. I got these in a trade. Actually, I had one more of these mosaic Tuas, but um, we have the green mosaic and the reactive gold mosaic. Um, those are pretty cool cards. Both PSA ten. Uh, I got those in a trade where I gave up my Jalen Hurts uh, number to twenty five rookie auto. I was okay with that, um, but. You know I, w- I wish I kind of would have kept that card but at the same time I was happy to get rid of it I got you know the instant cash in my pocket that's what I needed to do so other than that there's really not anything new um just some oh you know what I don't think i had I don't think I had the 62 mantle yet the last time we were on
0: no I feel like I just so. saw one of those recently too they might have one of those at Gigi's
2: yeah but that's pretty much it as far as the new stuff i really did not buy anything yesterday yeah i basically just wanted to get an infusion of cash in my pocket so that i could reinvest that money elsewhere
1: yeah
0: um yeah murph tell everybody what happened you came home you came home with what yesterday oh how much money you mean no you came no just just the word you came home with money yeah you came home with money and and we're able to put something in your bank account murph Absolutely. murph murph fought himself and won and saved money did not go to oh the casino God. and, and yeah, instead stayed home and problem. ate an entire bowl of pasta so, <laughs> that's another
2: understatement. an entire box of pasta i did end up finishing it by the way
0: nice what kind of pasta was it
2: it's rigatoni
0: oh okay but, I was going to say, but hey. I did,
2: I did finish it. That's not the first time I've eaten a whole pound of pasta, but I also didn't really have lunch at, uh, yesterday. Right. So I was kind of hungry. Murph
0: Murph. Okay. In an Italian household, if you don't eat a pound of pasta, your mom tells you you're getting too thin. So, <laughs> so that, this is, yes, sir. that's totally fine. Uh, but I saw some cool stuff. Like there was another Jalen Hurts
2: rookie auto that came to my booth that came to my table that I almost bought. But yeah, you know, if he would have showed it to me later in the day, you know, after I'd made a bunch of sales, I would have probably pulled the trigger. Um, you know, cause I was going to get, I had offered him $200 in cash. He was at two fifteen.
0: Yeah.
2: Had I, like I said, had I had more money in my pocket, I would have probably made the move because I think it's a card I could have made money on. Um, but I ended up not doing it. He ended up selling it to a guy I know. So if I want that card, I can also buy it from him. True. Um, but, um, that's okay I that's not necessarily something I'm all that more, you know upset about not getting just because you know I know it's jalen hurts but like I gotta get rid of I had to get you know liquidate some football yeah but realistically I did liquidate some football I have like 12 football cards left there's a there was a couple of guys that took a lot of my football stuff
0: there ain't nothing So nothing I that.
2: I gotta re I gotta recoup some of that football like I'm gonna have to go to some Go to some tables um, in the near future and try and see if I can get some deals on some bulk stuff.
0: I have a ton of stuff, but I will show a couple things. So I pulled this from my collection, my PC, another Tank Bigsby rookie. So I will take that and keep that. Jordan Addison, who I covered in college when he was at Pitt, and I told you all about him. He's playing pretty well. When did he go to Pitt? He was in Pitt before he was at USC, before the transfer portal. That. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So oh yeah. Oh yeah. Come on. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh you did it, Bowman you. So I got a Bowman you, a Bowman first of Jordan Addison, and another score Jordan Addison. People somebody was talking about his cards recently, and I was like, mm-hmm. I think I have me one. So there might be some Jordan Addison fans, Minnesota fans that want to come calling. Uh, this guy's been playing pretty well. Got two of his rookie cards, C.J. Stroud. So I pulled both of those. I pulled a three of three from that illumination thing. That is, This is an ocular refractor of Jackson Smith and Jigba. For whatever reason, I have been pulling Jackson Smith and Jigba cards all over the place, and they're all inserts. This is a three of three. You can see it in the corner there. Three of these in the world. And Smith and Jigba is one of those guys that's I've gotten some gotten some love here in the card world, I believe. I just love this one. It's a refractor, and I have the regular one because his actual name is Kool-Aid. Not, a, that's so funny. not Ahmad Sauce Gardner. This man is Kool-Aid McKinstry. So, you know, Kool-Aid's my dude. Color match mosaic of Jordan Love. I like this that's one. Cool. This is Great a cool Yes.
2: I like Mosaic. I that's been one of the the um, brands that I like
0: the most. Yeah, because they're cool. Mosaic and Illuminations, not lumen, the not the Illumination with the A that I got, but the um, or no, I'm sorry, the Unparalleled series for the NFL. Though, because every because the base cards look insane. They look like Doctor Strange. I got a rookie card of Gabriel Moreno. This is just for this for my PC. I'll show the Diamondbacks one when we have more time because I have a ton of them. And then I pulled both of these stars of Major League Baseball refractors of Austin Riley and Eloy Jimenez. So I pulled these both and I'm happy that I pulled them. But I show you these because my brother gave me this one. Look at him. There you go. Corbin Carroll. My Corbin Carroll collection is 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 very I'm very proud of it. It's very pretty. So I have a lot of Corbin Carroll rookie cards. Thank you, GG cards and breaks. I have many a Corbin Carroll card, and my three Corbin Carroll graded ten out of tens in my trade with Murph, including my Corbin Carroll prospect rookie autographed card. And uh, so my Corbin Cool card. I kind
2: of wish I still had that one. That's yeah. pretty
0: cool. Now, as soon as as soon as that kid traded it to you i just remember i I, I went what is that and murph had his hand on it and he goes he's like yeah you want to see it and i was like yeah corbin carroll and i just the whole night i just kept thinking about it for like two hours and then i ended up the next day well, i put it out yeah i put it out at the show you did I Told you, like, if you want me to pull it out of the chase i will and and like an hour or so yeah. in you're like do you want me to pull it or no and i was like yes Pull it. So pulled it, kept but it. it. Worked out, though. I mean, we, um, we made a good deal. It, we made I mean, a good deal.
2: This almost went bye-bye yesterday. Yeah. Almost well. traded it yesterday, but the guy was trying to offer me less than what I gave you for it, so I said no.
0: Lamar. Yeah. Lamar. And the thing is, Lamar's stock is going up. I mean, the man just threw four he, touchdowns. He had four touchdowns yesterday. That's right. Like, come on. That's right keep sleeping on Lamar world. I'll keep loving him up. So there's another guy that I was like, he's going to be a quarterback in the NFL. And I think he's going to be successful. And I had many a person tell me no. And I said, yes. And still waiting for my flowers on that one. Lamar is too. Lamar deserves him before me, but Lamar, keep doing your thing, brother. Keep working hard. Some of us know that you can play football. So we'll see what happens from here. What is this? What is the value on the Jackson Smith and Jigba three out of three is what we got. I had to guess maybe 10, 15 bucks. I need Addison to have a big game tonight. And Brendan is the newly acquired Lamar card going into the PC. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Lamar. To be really honest.
2: The reason I got it, it wasn't newly acquired. I've had it for almost two months.
0: Yeah. You've had it for a minute.
2: Um, the the reason I did it was because at the time, you were down with what you had gotten and sold from the show. Yeah. So I said, okay, how about this? I've made a ton of money. How about we make a deal where I take your Lamar, give you some cash in your pocket, and give you a, a good number on it?
1: So yeah. That's
2: exactly, what we, that's exactly what we did.
0: Why did this not come up? I'm looking up to Jackson Smith and Jigba right now.
2: Because there's
0: only three of them, you're not gonna find comps on it. Oh wow, no. Well, you're let's. You're not gonna find comps on a car like that. I want to see this one though, because if these are from the same, oh that is, so that's a hundred dollars. That's an auto. I'm just looking up what people put up from from the Illuminations series. Not bad. I forgot.
2: There's one more card I didn't get to show off yet.
0: Go ahead, man. Didn't Meyer.
2: have it yet when I did it. Yeah. This was a card I really wanted as a kid, and obviously I couldn't afford it because it was stupid expensive. His card prices have come significantly down in the last, I don't know, year or so. Yeah. This is, oh, uh, the Mike Trout rookie card from tops there we go d11 tops update mike trout psa9 love this card absolutely
0: love it mike trout so this is actually i would say based on what i'm taking from comps of all this other stuff that is not numbered as low uh this card's pre and it's not not an autograph the jackson smith and jigba is somewhere around a 40 to $50 card based oh, on based on everything else that I'm seeing here. And I got a lot of in Jigbuzz. I'm going to bring them with me when we do the shows because I have so many. And there are people that just like low print cards. They like out of five, out of one, out of three, out of 10. So, I'm going to help you price
2: stuff this time. I'm going to help you price stuff so that you can move it.
0: Yeah, so... I mean, I think a lot of my stuff was... Hopefully
2: the Kenny Pickett downtown actually Regained some value because since we were up there, it has lost some luster. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, Kenny Pickett, get it together, please.
2: Figure it out, man.
0: Got a victory, though. They did. But, yeah. Lucky victory, but they did. The moment of today's show. (laughs) Buffalo, you lost to New England.
3: They suck.
0: Yeah. Murph. Oh man. But they did. Listen, stranger things have happened and strange things did happen over this weekend. Many a team got victories that made you kind of scratch the old noggin. But Murph and I got to relax because my Jaguars had already played and his jets were off. So we'll see how things go from here. We're excited for it. Head off to GG cars and breaks before I get there because there's some awesome stuff. So you're going to have to go get it. 639 Del Mar Place, Syracuse, New York, open seven days a week. Go to ggcardsandbreaks.com for more information for the NFL, for Major League Baseball, for my Diamondbacks tonight, baby. Let's go, 5 o'clock Eastern time. And uh, looking forward to seeing what's going to happen here with my Diamondbacks. Hopefully we will force a game seven. Murph, as always, I appreciate you tremendously. Thank you for everything. Of course, sir. We'll be back next week. Jets, Giants, next Sunday. There it, for Met Life. there it is. The battle for MetLife. In the past it used to be Giant Stadium and the Jets had a loft apartment there and they could put a little banner up. Now it's MetLife, so now they get to fight for the rights of it. I feel like every year they should face each other and whoever wins gets to put their name over MetLife. Like it, they get to have like naming rights. But they should 100% play each other every year. Absolutely. It's a home game play. for both play teams. It's a...
2: like you
0: added the 17th game. That <laughs> yeah. 17th game should be
2: a rivalry game. Yeah.
0: Jets should play the Giants. Every every year. Um, Rams,
2: Chargers every year.
0: Oh, well, no, and think bad. about all the promotion you could do with it. You could have like the MetLife sign flicker, and then it goes out, and whichever team it one it could say like Jets Stadium, Giants Stadium, like for yeah. that week. That'd That'd cool. you know? That would be pretty cool. You know? Don't steal my idea. New Jersey, that's copyright and TM, Dan Tortora, Broadcast Media. Holler at me if you need to know pricing. But I think we should do that. I think the Jets and Giants should fight for the rights of the stadium every single season. It's a freaking home game. You save money. So do it. I know that New York's all about spending money, but let's try and save a little bit of it. Murph, as always, I appreciate you. And uh, if we're all about spending money in New York, can we have styrofoam cups back, please? Yeah. <laughs> so, but... I hope you all have a great day, and uh, for now, I'll get my styrofoam cups from the great state of Florida. I'll talk to you soon, Murph. <laughs> Sounds good,
3: So We'll talk to you next, one, next Monday.
0: See you, So that coming from Murph, we're going to take a step aside for a fast break. Our Peter Cunio special is going to be ab- available to you as well, so you can go and check that out immediately on facebook.com backslash week of called DT and on youtube.com backslash week of called DT. I suggest you don't miss that one. And uh, Peter Cuneo, an alum of Alfred University, who went on to become the CEO of Marvel Entertainment to guide them out of bankruptcy into being sold to Disney. You do not want to miss that conversation. This is part one of the conversation. There'll be more to come. So we'll take a step aside for a fast break. We'll wrap things up right after this. In these unique times, there are those in our community that give us a sense of normalcy and positivity pizza man on 50 oswego street in baldwinsville has been here for you for over 35 years and is here now call 315-638-1234 or order online at pizzamanbeeville.com to bring those familiar tastes into your home and remember to come see our monthly on-site broadcast centered around the community and our baldwinsville bees Pizza Man in Baldwinsville. Any way you slice it, they are always here for you. Looking for your next ride? Look no further than Great Lakes Honda City, located on 7140 Henry Clay Boulevard in Liverpool, New York. Serving our community for decades, their new and pre-owned vast array of vehicles are available to you Monday through Saturday on site. To search from home, shop at GreatLakesHondaCity.com. Call 315-365-5576 to set up an appointment. That's 315-365-5576 for Great Lakes Honda City, 7140 Henry Clay Boulevard in Liverpool, New York. Great cars, great people, Great Lakes.
3: at Chick-fil-A is to glorify God by being faithful stewards of all that's entrusted to us and to positively influence all those who come in contact with Chick-fil-A. And what became increasingly clear from our success at Cicero is that people love Chick-fil-A. And also I think we recognize that you know we had a great opportunity to grow the brand and grow our platform. I felt incredibly grateful when I was selected to be
1: a Chick-fil-A operator. I think what it's meant for me, what I've
3: come to realize on a very deep level is that this is a calling for me. It's not a career. It's not a job. The Lord called me to be a Chick-fil-A operator and to use these restaurants to glorify him and to positively influence other people. I'm blessed. I'm very blessed.
0: Head to Chick-fil-A Clay on 3974 State Route 31 in Liverpool,
3: New York. It's what Happy tastes like.
0: The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York is proud to be both. 487 2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant.
1: Wow. GG cards and
0: breaks. Like comments and try. GG cards and breaks available to you on 639 Delmar Place in Syracuse, New York, right off of Teal Ave is the sports card place for you to go to when it comes to customer service as well as products and all different things that they offer the attention to detail gg cards and breaks is the sports card shop that brought me back to my childhood and can help you in your childhood have those awesome memories that i got to have as well with people that truly care about the hobby and aren't just treating it as a business but actually love what they do and get excited for that as well as get to know their customer base and remember what's important to you when you walk through the door and know that you're a Kenny Pickett fan or that you're a Niners fan or that you're a big fan of Corbin Carroll or you've been looking for that Mickey Mantle card. GG cards and breaks is different because they care because of their attention to detail and because of the fact that they truly are a part of the hobby themselves. They're kids in the hobby, big kids in the hobby, and they're here to help you celebrate your first memory in the sports card hobby or your 100th or your thousandth. Head to GG Cards a Break seven days a week, Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. and on Sundays from 10 to 5. With that being said, here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, I want to thank you for being a part of the show Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern time, YouTube.com and Facebook.com, both backslash wake Call D. Tea, and, of course, on wakeupcalldt.podbean.com. Once we go live, we jump into the archive on Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and Apple Podcasts, Player FM, Podbean, Podchaser.com, Podvine, Spotify, TuneIn, YouTube. All you got to do is search Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on any one of these platforms or one word, Wake Up Call DT. Big time thanks to our incredible partners, Carvel DeWitt, Mon Kettle Corn and Popcorn Factory, the Wildcat Sports Pub, GG Cards and Breaks, Chick-fil-A Cicero, and Chick-fil-A Clay, as well as... Canine Camp Dog Daycare, 317 at Montgomery Street. The name of the restaurant is the name and location in downtown Syracuse. Open Tuesday through Saturday. Canine Campground Dog Boarding, Abacoli's, PB&J's Lunchbox, Pizza Man, Great Lakes, Honda City, Mother's Cupboard. And, of course, being the exclusive multimedia marketing partner of your... morning, College Dolphins. It's fins up every single month on Wake Up Call with Dolphin Time coming to you every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time featuring your Dolphins in exclusive fashion. So you have AD&DT with Athletics Director Bob Beretta. And myself, Dan Tortora, every first and third Wednesday of each month, every second and fourth. You have the dolphin dive diving into the stories of student athletes, coaches, administration, future dolphins, and alumni get all of our content by going to youtube.com backslash wake dt and clicking subscribe. We have a playlist on my YouTube channel that has LeMoyne right there for you. So you can just join our YouTube channel at Wake Up Call DT and find the Lemoyne tab right there. For more information, go to LemoyneDolphins.com and as always, fins up. the Brian and Stratton College Bobcats of Syracuse here with us on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora as exclusive multimedia marketing partners. The Bobcats bringing you student-athletes, coaches, and administration throughout the year. On Wake Up Call this week, we will have multiple women's soccer and women's basketball specials coming your way in a Bobcat Buzz takeover. Get all of our Bobcat content by subscribing to youtube.com backslash WickedCallDT, and for more information on your Bobcats, go to syracuse.bscbobcats.com. The Alfred University Saxons are exclusive multimedia marketing partners with Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Find your Saxons all throughout the year on Wake Up Call on Mondays during Saxon time at ten thirty a.m. Eastern Time. Our special aired today with Peter Cuneo. You don't want to miss an opportunity to see all of our specials: the Presidential Perspective episodes with President Mark Zupan and the Saxon Spotlight with student athletes, coaches, administration, and alumni. Find all of it by subscribing to YouTube.com/backslash. Wake up call DT, and you'll see our Alfred U. Saxons playlist on our YouTube channel. For more information, go to gosaxons.com. With that being said, I want to thank Brendan Murphy for DT and Murphy, as always, every Monday. Go to Mon your snack capital. Do not miss a moment. Your snack buddy is right there for you. Mon Kettle Corn and Popcorn Factory with popcorn, kettle corn, premium corn, their tins that if you buy any of their tins, you get half price refills for the rest of your life as well as chocolate-dipped Oreos, chocolate-dipped pretzels, cotton candy, lemonade, and more. When it comes to getting the snacks for the games that you watch, the movies you watch, the trips you take, and so much more, Ma and Paz is the perfect gift for you, as well as for all your loved ones at 201 7th North Street in Liverpool, New York. Big time shout-out to Peter Cuneo as well. Go and watch the special. It is airing currently on YouTube.com backslash DT and on Facebook.com backslash DT. Peter Cuneo, one of the greatest alum to ever graduate from Alfred University. Do not miss that special. Find us on Facebook at Wake Up Call DT, X, the former Twitter, at Call DT, and Instagram at Wake Up Call underscore DT. God bless. No stress. Do your best. We'll talk soon. Be well. Stay safe. And happy to do this show, my first one since turning 38. God bless you all, and I'll talk with you soon.